Hey, I'm Lauren, and welcome back to Killer Vacations. This week, I have a friend joining me. Hey guys, I'm Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, this is my first podcast, I'm kind of nervous. Are you like excited? I am. I'm excited to be a part of this. Yeah. I've listened to it a lot, so. <laughs> and I also like... I don't want to say murderers, because like, I don't like murderers, but I like the cases, you know? Yeah. They're very interesting to me. They are. I have, like, a, um, a crazy one today. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for you to hear it. <laughs> so, um, tell me about yourself. I mean, I know all about you, but tell them about yourself. Um, There's really not much. I mean, <laughs> um, I'm a server, Woo-hoo. so that's fun. I actually just got off, and now we're doing this. <laughs> a dog. I have a pit bull named Nala. I have a cat named Milo. I don't know what he is, but those are my children. I literally birthed them. <laughs> um, I don't really know. <laughs> okay, so you listen to true crime. Do you watch like a lot of like true crime? Um like documentaries or anything like that yes i really like we used to listen to crime junkies all the time yeah in the van yeah yes i love it yeah so what's like obviously it's weird saying like your favorite case when it comes to like true crime because like it's real these are real people's lives but like what's your like case that you got most like you divulged into like you got into it got stuck in it like went down the rabbit hole with it um probably the oj simpson one was it really yes (laughs) because i was googling everything yeah i was going ham for that case have you um listened to have you ever listened to um creeps and crimes yes okay did you hear their episode on it I think you played it in the van, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So did you? You heard? I think I did. You. Yeah. Because I, I to believe. Because uh, I. They're the reasons that I believe that his son did it. Yes. Yes. That okay. So that was <laughs> you that I like made listen to that because yes. I was like, listen to this. It's so crazy. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so Jalen used to hang out in the van with me sometimes at work, and I we would just like do nothing but listen to like true crime cases. It was like, honestly. The best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and we would like we would like pause them like midway through, and we would just talk about them like up and down. And so like that's why I feel like it'll be like really fun to have you on today because like we can get in. We've gotten into so many cases together. We have. Like we will like dissect cases together. I'm really excited for this actually. Yeah. So At the that's beginning, really exciting. When y'all started this, I was like. Am I going to be on it? <laughs> Here I am. Yeah, we were like, well, we definitely have to have, like, our friends on and stuff. Like, no doubt. Yeah, well, here I am. Especially so. my true crime girlies. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Has there ever been a case that we've covered on one of our episodes that you've listened to that you've really liked or wanted to, like, felt like you needed to know more about? Yes. The one on... It was the cruise ship one. The one, Which one? where they brought that girl from the club to their room. The vi- our very they, first episode. Yes, and then they had yeah. the yes. Yes. Boy, I was like there was I feel like there was so much injustice in that case. There really was. And it was yeah. I feel like it wasn't like there wasn't enough. Like I yeah. could, I couldn't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> I get like I get cases like that where I'm like I feel like I don't have all of the information. But like it's hard to get cuz I even like googled it. Yeah. Like after I w- listened to it. Yeah. I was like I need to know more and yeah. there's literally nothing. Yeah, like I I I did I start like when I do these cases, I really try to get like every bit of information and I'll go on every source I can find. Until, like, it's literally just repetitive. Yeah. Like, there have been some cases I looked into that I was, like, I wanted to cover, but there was literally, like... But you couldn't put enough There it. was not. It was literally, like, I don't want to say cut and dry, but, like, literally barely an article's worth of yeah. information. And every source that even, you know, limited amount of sources, like, 
even those had the exact same information. So at that mm-hmm. point, you're just repeating the same things. And so, like, if you don't have enough information, like, there's not, you know, like, we could touch on them, like, here and there. But, you know, when I'm putting everything into one case, it's kind of hard to yeah. go back and touch on some, you know, some cases that were You can't have smaller. a full, like, you can't really have a full episode. Yeah. You know? So, like, you know, because I guess a lot of those two could either be really, o- they're still open cases, or they're just cases that, like, haven't gotten anywhere, and there's no media coverage on them. Yeah. And at that point, like, when it comes to, like, me as a podcaster, I know some podcasters like hardcore journalism. Listen, guys, <laughs> I have a full-time job, and there's only so much I can do. <laughs> But, not to mention, I didn't go to school for journalism. Right. I went to school for dog grooming. (laughs) And, so, like, if there's nothing out there in the media about these cases, then, like, there's not much information I can get on the cases. Yeah. So, then it's just kind of hard to put out. Yeah. Like, this case today is a little bit smaller. I know last week's case was really big. And I know you probably haven't gotten to listen to I last haven't. Week. I'm yeah. so far behind. I'm mad at myself. <laughs> well, last week's case was crazy. It was our longest episode. Really? Yeah. Um, but it was definitely, like, worth it. I almost made it a two-parter. And then I was like, no, like, I'm going to, like, try to get all of this out. Yeah. But then, you know, like, also with, like, me and Claire's ADHD, like, we'll just, me and you do the same thing. <laughs> like, we'll get off topic so fast and just be, like, chatting yeah. about, like, <laughs> or, like, I'll read something or, like, I'll say something and then it's, like, we get stuck on that one thing and it's, like, oh, wait, wait there's more of this. We hang spend, on. like, 30 minutes on we'll one see, part of the yeah, case. <laughs> literally. <laughs> she had a pink pillow. Wait, wait, where's the pink pillow now? <laughs> That Literally. was me. I'm with the OJ case. Yeah. With the hat. Yeah. Or, it was the hat and the glove. And I yeah. was like, bro, he has it in his storage unit. Yeah. No, in the knife. The knife. The knife. Yes. The knife that was found. Y'all really need to go listen to Y'all like, have to. Like, or else. the Creeps and Crimes one, she, like, talks about the conspiracy theory of it. And they did this, like, I want to say they did this. It was years while. ago. Yeah, it was, like, two years ago, probably, that they, recall- that they did that case. Yeah. But um, they have it. And... They do, because they do conspiracy theories, and so they basically, it was, like, basically a conspiracy theory, because, like, there's nothing on, like, legally against, like, the sun. Yeah. It's just our crazy little brains. Yeah. Making us think that it's him. Yeah. But I full-heartedly believe that it is the sun. The the conspiracy theory really be conspiracy theory in. It really do. <laughs> it really do. The math does be mathing. <laughs> He did it, so I don't know what That's else to say. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do you have any crazy or funny stories? <laughs> I never told you about this story. No. All right. So me and my one of my old friends, we were at the checker. No, it was Crystals. Crystals? Yes, we were at Crystals because I had a coupon or whatever. Um, And this guy was in front of me and I was trying to leave but he was too like too far back so yeah. I couldn't leave and so I like honked my horn a little bit and I was like can you move up oh no and he moved up like maybe a foot and I still couldn't get through because there was someone behind me yeah and so I did it again oh, and me being 16 year old me I was like bro move up yeah but no fear no fear 16 year old Jalen had literally <laughs> like no at like no one could touch her they couldn't and they still haven't <laughs> anyways um he moved up and he started yelling at me he was like how much room do you need for that little honda and i was like obviously not what you're giving me <laughs> so anyways he moved up he moved up again because yeah do it but so i left and then he followed me from the crystals like swerving trying to hit me like getting in my lane trying to hit me all the way to the chick-fil-a so that's at least a five mile trek that he followed me and like chased me like trying to wreck into me oh my gosh yeah i can't believe i never told you that story that was probably junior year oh my gosh yeah that's crazy and i was like all right buddy 
Do you want to um? Do you want to tell how the first time we met? Not the first time, but like when we became friends. When I moved here, we were freshmen in high school. Yeah. And Lauren thought I was the biggest bitch, but it's okay because <laughs> I thought she was one too. <laughs> um, and then well, we we became friends. It was I feel like our first like ever like doing anything together was football it was that year that they were like we had to leave everything in our cars and they had like the metal the metal detectors that was way after really that was like sophomore year i have blocked out everything from my life everything (laughs) no it had no it had to be like we were like it had to be in like gym or something it had i think it was yeah maybe i think that was what it was but, like, I just, you were, like, the new kid, and, like, we all grew up together. Yeah, and I'm just, and like, hey, yeah, and, like, no, and listen, like, Jalen, she can be a little, she's never shy, but, like, she can be a little more chill now. High school Jalen, <laughs> y'all, high school Jalen stood the fuck out. She was going to let you know she was walking in. And I was. Like, <laughs> like you were loud, you still are, but, like. It just in a different way. Like you did not, you did not have the like new kid. Like I'm a new kid. I'm gonna stay to myself. No, no, I had to. No, be you. Myself. I just, like you owned it, and I was like, who the heck is this bitch? <laughs> Listen, I had to be myself, and I had to show y'all yeah. what was up. Because I wasn't gonna come in here and be bullied. No, that was the last thing that was on my but mind. But now we went because even freshman year we were going to like every game together. Yeah, that's when. So, I, I want to, but what I'm saying is, like, we had to have been friends before football season. We had to have been. Because, but I do, I, but I remember being, like, me and you were friends outside of, like, our quote-unquote friend group. We were friends because you took me to that, um, to the softball field with you. Yeah. And freshman year is when I started playing at, when I started playing at the field. I did. Yeah. I don't know, man. What? I don't know. I have... I don't either, dude. Literally, like it's all jumbled together. I feel like we hated each other, and then we started hanging out immediately after that. But, yeah. Like, I don't remember anything past anything. It was before. quick, but I do remember. I just remember, like at the very beginning, like we, like I did not like you. I did not like you either. Yeah. But here we are. Here we <laughs> fucking are. Who would have thought? Who would have thought it? Not me. <laughs> but, like, I really, now that I'm, like, really thinking about it, like, I do not remember freshman year I at all. I don't either. I remember sophomore year. I'm I think my so- I think my sophomore and my junior year get conjumbled. I think. And I only remember <laughs> my senior year because I skipped half of it. I think I've blocked out freshman year so much is because we moved here. Like, it was yeah new. So I blocked that out. Which, it's crazy to think, like, you were new, because, like, you actually knew, like, a lot of people. Yeah. So, like, well, because, like, your family was from here and everything. Yeah. So, like, you knew people, but it I was still, like, didn't know. you didn't, yeah, you didn't, like, grow up here, I yeah. guess. I guess. I don't know. But then it was until, like, later in years that we actually realized that, like, we had mutual friends as children. <laughs> yes like as kids and i ha- i actually that same thing happened with like me and anna and emily all right so what do you where do you think we're traveling today for some reason my brain took me to brazil Ooh, that would be good huh yeah i should look at brazil cases you should that'd be fun uh i feel like i just saw one or maybe it was close to brazil if you find a Puerto Rico one, don't tell it to me, please. <laughs> Awkward. We're going to Puerto Rico today? We're going to Puerto Rico today. <gasps> Shut up. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, it's fine. Are you sure? Fine. I mean, you don't really have a choice. I don't care. It's <laughs> fine. Okay. I need to know what's around me there. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy Um, if it makes you feel any better though Uh um i am also going around puerto rico in september okay so maybe i'll meet you there hey (laughs) (laughs) all right this is the case of sarah kuzak 
A 35-year-old woman that was described by her mother, Joan Lang, as a devoted daughter, free spirit, someone who had just a natural love for life. She excelled in everything she did. She was from California, where she worked as a global accountant manager for SBC, which is a communications company. Sarah went on a vacation where she met a sailboat captain (laughs) by the name of Cheshire McIntosh. Um, They hit it off and became a very adored couple. Cheshire's family worships Sarah. So, like, yeah. And that's... That's telling you something. Exactly. (laughs) Um, The couple would deliver baked goods to the neighbors during the holidays like Stop. that just goes to show like are you kidding like that's they're so perfect cute. literally like they're perfect that's like the movies right <laughs> <laughs> like is this, is this a movie um they were living in savannah georgia for okay. about five years she was originally from san francisco you know california like i said um she worked part-time in real estate and catering she also worked on yachts as a chef with Cheshire where they had spent the last five years together. So I guess like they moved to Savannah and probably because they probably like docked there. Yeah. And were like, because they had like a house there. They had like a, because they had like neighbors and stuff. And the neighbors said that like they weren't um, there a lot. Like they weren't really home. And like when they were, they didn't really see them. So. I think they were just, like, sailing a lot. Okay. And so, like, have you ever watched, like, Below Deck? I love Below Deck. Right. So, I feel like it's something similar to that. Like, she was a chef, and he was, like, the pilot of, or the captain of these yachts. That sounds fun. I know. It sounds like such a good time. Um, Everyone saw Sarah as a charismatic force of nature. Okay. Right. What a way to describe somebody. Right. I wish... I hope people describe her like right. that. Right. Like, that's... <laughs> the way they describe her is, like, I wish I would have met her. Um, She was a fearless explorer of the islands she would visit while working on the yacht. Um, She was an avid runner and would go on runs while, while they were, like, docked at the islands. Mm-hmm. So, she, like, kept up her, like, exercise routines, like, really kind of no matter what they... Where they were. Okay. Um, we love a fit queen right love that for her like and it'd be so easy to just be like no i'm gonna go catch some sun right (laughs) but no um their friends described the couple as a perfect match they were both attractive which i found funny that like (laughs) that was mentioned like i mean when i heard the name i thought he was ugly i that's where my brain went i was like (laughs) i just thought it was funny like they're like that's something that that would even come up like they're attractive. That was, like, the first thing. It was, like, they were attractive. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. Right. Um, they were adventurous and charismatic. So, from what I'm getting from what people talk about them is, like, they're charismatic. That was a word used a lot. So, interesting. People aren't made yeah. like that anymore. Um, this is going to sound stupid. Oh, God. What does exactly does charismatic mean? <laughs> Okay, hang on. Exercising a compelling charm which inspires devotion in others. Okay. Interesting. I feel like that's a good description to have. Right. Like for someone to describe you like that to like the press or whatever. Isn't that crazy? She sounds like a good person. Very. I'm very nervous for what's about to happen. (laughs) Um, so Cheshire proposed. And they planned on sailing to the British Virgin Islands for old, from old San Juan. And they planned to be doing all of this, like, in March. Okay. Um, it, like, the dates, the dates, the dates kind of varied. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would just say, like, they were planning this, like, mid-March. Okay. Um, and that was of 2009. Okay. She had also become pregnant. With a baby boy. Aww. I know. And was due around her own birthday, which was in mid-May. Okay. It was Tuesday, February 3rd, 2009, and Sarah went to visit her fiancé in Puerto Rico. Around the Caribbean islands, I think, 
because they had both of those listed. So, mm-hmm. um, this would start their trip for their wedding. So, like that, I guess, like getting a jump start on it, you know, okay. kind of. Yeah. Um, early the next morning, Wednesday the fourth, after arriving, she got up to go for a run, and Cheshire had actually made sure she had her phone that morning before she left. Um, when she was leaving the marina, she asked one of the employees of the marina what would be, like, a good, like, five-mile route to run. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave her a route, but about halfway through, she got lost and ended up on a deserted country road. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> she was then spotted by a man driving down the road around the Fajardo in... Eastern Puerto Rico. Okay. Yeah. Um, He then stopped up ahead of her and waited for her to pass as he opened the trunk and forced her into the back. Quickly after Sarah was in the trunk, she remembers she had her phone. It was at 9.10 a.m. Wednesday morning when Sarah texted a Marine employee begging for help, to which they called 911. She then called her fiancé and said, Quote, Cheshire, I'm not going to live through this. I know it. End quote. Literally shatters my heart. I just got chills. Yeah. I see him. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, he went to the police immediately and they instantly started the search for her. They actually put a manhunt together and that consisted of the municipal police, the Puerto Rican, the Puerto Rico State Police, and the FBI agents from the force that was based in that region. So, like, literally, like, as soon as they got the call, they went. Like, this was not a, you have to wait 24 hours. No, like, they were like, it's happening now. We're getting on it right this second. That's good. Yeah. That's you do better that. than today. Exactly. Do that freaking America. <laughs> you have to wait 24 hours. I'm literally on the phone with her as I'm she's in the truck of the so car, like... <laughs> Well, just let me know if she shows up tomorrow. <laughs> um, if it's still the same. Yeah. Just uh, let me know. Yeah. I can't stand it here <laughs> They used that call to trace her phone to find her and also using the description she gave them. Um, it is that signal from that phone that helped locate the suspect. They identified his vehicle as a black Chevrolet Cavalier. So, like, it's a pretty small car. It doesn't look very spacious at all. No. Yeah, they definitely stopped making them in 2005. I love that. I'm pretty sure Kayla had one. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Um, And mind you, this is in 2009. Oh, okay. So, it could have been in 2005. It could have been. 2000 <laughs> looks pretty much the, the same. same thing yeah. yeah it literally looks the same um they're pretty small vehicles though they look like they literally have no back seat <laughs> um and that vehicle was registered registered to a 36 year old named eliza marquise navido and maybe i'm saying it right maybe i'm not who cares <laughs> and when he was pulled over he had blood splattered all over him so, obviously, he was asked why he had blood all over him. And he spun this story about um, it came from a wounded horse on his brother's farm. Okay. But they also found some suspicious things in his vehicle. You want to know what they were? Please. A rope. <laughs> Fucking rope. <laughs> Hair. Hmm. And Sarah's phone. Oh, okay. Can't deny it now, You can't. Bro. You literally can't. Like, what? You can't deny it. So, obviously, he was instantly arrested. No, for sure. Um, It wasn't too long after they got him into custody that they found Sarah. It was only, like, one hour after she had made that, like, heartbreaking last phone call to her fiancé that she was found in a field. Ugh. Trigger warning, trigger warning, with her throat cut and brutally murdered. I know. Like, 
every t- okay so like every time i do these cases and it gets to the point of like how they were murdered mm-hmm. like i like want to leave it out because it's like hard to say yeah but at the same time like that's a crucial part of the case so like but i always try to think of like a way i can word it to like so it's Without not saying it so yeah because yeah. i feel like it sounds so harsh like even just saying like shot or i mean throat cut like there was a way they, they were like they kind of made it sound brutal like throat cut was honestly like a little less brutal yeah than the way it was described um but like i mean it was just basically described as like a brutal murder That's but so i'm assuming sad. like her cod was a cut to the throat okay so that it's just like hard to like yeah think about or like and it's even hard to like say and i feel like it sounds brutal when i'm saying it i feel like you think that way because you don't want to like disrespect yeah her. definitely like but. it's definitely like i don't i don't i, I don't want it to sound disrespectful yeah but like at but the same it's, time it's, it's 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 part of the case yeah. it's the facts of the case and and that actually like in some cases too like the way they are killed connects to other things, and like that can be the giveaway of to, as to who it was. Okay. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Thank you. There's a little, there's a little thing at the end. When they brought him in, it wasn't too long before he confessed, but he had not yet been charged. Like at that point, when he like first came in, um, he was later charged with two counts of rape and one count of kidnapping two and like yeah and like i'm pretty sure murder but like in that one specific noted it it just had the kidnapping and the rape um hang on i'll we'll get to that in a minute okay um his bond was set at 2.1 million dollars as it should be literally and he would face up to life in prison that is not enough. I no. Think. Um. When they interviewed him, he told he told them everything he worked that he worked alone. He explained the whole day and how he did it. Um. He said he heard her phone ringing, and that's what scared him to try and leave the area. But then he was caught. So I guess like when he was like trying to get away, he like I think uh something I read was that um he pulled out in front of a cop. And that's what got oh. him caught. And they were already looking for him. Yeah. And so then they pulled him over and that's how he got caught. Hmm. So I think, but I think like the phone ringing like scared him. And like. For, that's why he left to, to, to begin with? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Yeah. Um, he said he felt bad. This is not the like, this pisses me off so much. Um, He felt bad because he didn't know she was pregnant. Because she, she was, like, five, I think she was, like, five months pregnant at this point. Why did that make him feel bad? Why did... Right. Well, hang on. Okay. He was crying and telling police he was sorry because he has a daughter and he knew he had made him a, a big mistake. I'm sorry, but because she was pregnant, it was That's a mistake? That's why you feel bad? Right. What about when you put her in your trunk, right. sir? You should have felt bad then. Right. You shouldn't have even thought about it. And why does it... I mean, obviously, it, it very much matters that she's pregnant, but why should it be any different if she wasn't pregnant? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if she wasn't pregnant, you wouldn't feel bad? So you can just go around killing people because right. they're not pregnant? Right. And, like, I can only assume that, like, maybe she's a petite girl and maybe she wasn't showing yet or, like, it just... Yeah. It didn't look obvious, which, again, should not matter. It should not matter at that all. That should have nothing to do with if you go and pick a, kidnap a girl. So, if he found out she was pregnant <laughs> before he killed her, what would he have done? Right. He already took her at this point. And I, can, I can't imagine, like, that she wouldn't be like, please, I'm pregnant. Right. She had... Please, you know? She had to have. Because I know, like... They're not real, but, like, yeah. those movies, they're like, please, like, I have a family at home. I'm yeah. pregnant. Like, well, okay, so you've watched Grey's Anatomy. Yes. And you know the scene of April in the hallway and the shooter's about yes. to shoot her. Yeah. And she's like, 
um, please, I have a family, I have, you know, and she starts explaining, like, her life and, like, the farm that she lived on with her parents and how she grew up and yada, 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 and that saved her life. She, the actor, um, I can't remember. You're fine. I think it might be Jess, no. I, I can't remember her name, but, um, great actor, love her, but, um, she did an interview and she said after that came out, she had so many people, or not so many, but she had people come to her and tell her that that tactic mm-hmm. um, of, like, if you're in a life or death situation and you explain to the assailant, like, your life to, like, humanize yourself in their eyes to, like, for to pull on, like, their guilt and stuff, yeah. um, there were people that used that tactic that actually saved their lives. That they reached out to her? Yeah, they that? reached out to her and was like, this saved my life. Like, actually, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, cry a little bit. Like, and I, when I heard that, I was like, no freaking way. Because I even thought when I seen that, I was like, I never thought about that. Yeah. I never thought, like, humanize, like, and it makes sense, like, humanizing yourself. You're not just a body in front of somebody to take their life. Like, humanize yourself. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Like, until this very moment. Yeah. Like, I always just was like, April She talks a April. lot, yeah. But. Well, because, like, back, like, April back then was so annoying. Like, I, like, <laughs> in the show, guys, this is not true crime. In the show, I wouldn't have minded if she was killed off. Yeah. But, like, now, like, the progression of her character was good. I'm glad she did it. I'm glad she was still around. Yeah. But, um, that, I think that's crazy. And so, like. Just a little advice, because we are a true crime podcast. Um, if you ever feel like you're in that type of situation, may, I mean, it's life or death. What, what's it? What's? I mean, it, if you're already, what could be worse? You know, it could save your life. <laughs> hopefully, you come. What am I trying to say? <laughs> Last resort. You know. Yeah. Like try to humanize yourself. Yeah. Even if you gotta lie a little bit. Yeah, if you gotta lie, that's fine. <laughs> you gotta be like, I have a family that needs fed. I, I don't know. I'm four months pregnant. Yeah. Now, that would be kind of shitty, but if, if it's it gonna save your, your life, life, do it. Yeah. So that uh, that as well makes it hard to believe she didn't say that she was pregnant. Yeah, I I just unless it was like once she said that he had already made up his mind or something yeah. or like. I mean, uh, there's never an excuse. This is never an excuse. It's just, like, trying to get into the head of, like, how can you use this as an excuse? Because there's, like... And, again, we will never know what happened in those moments. Right. You know, like, he's the only one that is around to tell the story. He's not going to tell it the way right. it actually happened. Right. I mean, I will say, like... I mean, still fuck him. But, like, I will say... I, in a way, appreciate sick and twisted people that, now let me finish my sentence, guys, (laughs) that admit to it and tell the story and admit they're wrong. Only because there's so many serial killers and murderers out there that will lie. And they don't. They lie until the day they die. And there's families out there that have no closure at all. Yeah. And, you know, like, say he had, which, granted, he had too many, too much evidence against him. But, like, say he tried to, like, fight that. Like, him and the family, like, the, I don't even care about him. But, like, the family would have went through, like, years of court. Yeah, it would have been drawn out. Drawn out. Years of court trying to get justice for their, for their child. Yeah. And their, you know, fiance and. It's just, like, you have to have some type of, like, I don't want to I don't want to use the word appreciation, but I really can't think of any other word. Mm-hmm. Just simply because, like, I mean, obviously, homeboy's still a POS. At least he admitted to it. Yeah. Instead at of. At least he did, like, I guess, I guess at least he did feel bad. Like, even though he felt bad for the wrong reason. Yeah. But, like, he still felt bad, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think he low-key tried to run and realized he couldn't. And then he I was mean, like, eh, I'm already caught. If I got caught with something like that, I'd probably cry too and say I felt bad. Right. So. Yeah. 
Um, they had a closed hearing, which he walked in with his head down, as you should. Mm-hmm. This is when the charges were announced. And they would not be offering any plea deal. Go off. Her. And I also think, um, I will say that, I do think that is sometimes why murderers don't um, admit to everything. Because they can get a plea deal. Because yeah. they'll offer pleas if... They'll offer plea deals to get information. Yeah. Which, like, is still sick and twisted, but... But, I mean, I'd use it, too. Yeah, at the same time, though, like, it's not like they're getting off. It's more so, like, so they don't get the death penalty, which Mm. kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, But Marquise did not have a lawyer at that time. Um, I don't see anywhere where he had a lawyer, so I think okay. he was just kind of, like, letting it ride. like Free-balling it. He really was. Like, I just think he just, he wasn't trying to fight it, and he was like, if I'm not trying to fight it, why do I need a lawyer? I, I mean, mean, hey, I, you did it, You're buddy. right. <laughs> as well. Um, it was around this time that the prosecutor, Francisco Sanchez, said there would be no negotiation, and he will face the full consequences period he right he later pleaded guilty to first degree murder Mm -hmm. kidnapping and two sexual assault charges and was sentenced to 105 years in prison okay so now we can go back to the charges i don't understand um the two sexual assault charges i feel like it would be because of her unborn child but yeah. at that point i feel like if they're doing two sexual assault charges they should also do two two murder charges they should and two kidnapping charges i feel like the all the charges should be doubled yeah normally they do that yeah so i don't know i why mean it wasn't granted done there. 105 years i don't think he's gonna be getting out but like still just for the sake of like i feel like the sexual two sexual assault charges i feel like would have been the the last thing they would have doubled, right. I if feel that like makes sense. Where does... I don't understand where the two sexual assault charges come in. Like, I know, like, she's pregnant, but... Like, normally when someone's pregnant, they do, like, two counts of, mur- like, murder. Yeah. Homicide, whatever. So, I don't... He didn't rape the child, so I don't know. Yeah, that was my thought. I was like, I, I didn't understand the... Unless... Because there's no way sexual assault is more years than murder. Right. First degree at that. It's not. Because you see how many people, how many rapists are out. Yeah. So, I don't really understand why there was two sexual assault charges and not two murder, two kidnapping. Interesting. Yeah, I do find that really weird. Because, um, yeah, that, that was like, I think, low-key, when I was doing this case, that was like my biggest. I was like, why is there only like, <laughs> what? What? Why wouldn't they double all of them? I don't know. They said the full. So that's not the full, but anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Sarah's mother said, quote, It's a tragedy that it took the death of her daughter to get her killer off the streets, end quote. Um, and her mom was, like, very media-friendly. So she spoke out a lot and did a lot of interviews um, one of the things she said was that her daughter was a fighter and said you could tell she fought, but she knew she was going to die. Mm. So, like, and I don't know if I've been told this. At, I'm pretty sure I got told this at a young age, which is kind of messed up. But um, it was basically, like, if you're in that type of situation, you don't just give up. You have to fight. Fight, and even if you know you're going to die. Like, fight anyways. Keep, because they're yeah. going to have... Because you could get, like, their DNA. Under your fingertips. Yeah, or you can leave marks on them yeah. that'll get them caught. Or you could, like... Yeah. That's yeah. sad, it's a, though. It's a shitty thing to grow up being yeah. told, but... Like, I got, like, at a young age, I got told, like, to go for, like, the eyes. Yeah. And, like, the private areas mm-hmm. and, like... But I always, like, and now I, like, and that's seriously, like, but that's the first thing that pops into my head. I'm like, if someone comes at me, especially, like, if I'm walking in a dark parking lot, mm-hmm. like, I'll have my keys in my fingers. Yeah, and, that's like, how, yeah. Yeah, if someone comes at me, like, I, I'm i going for their eyes. My health teacher, 
in middle school taught me that. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, she got jumped one time, and but she had her keys in her hand, her hand like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, working at my old job, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you now, girl. I I forget you're down there. Prepared for everything. Yeah, like I that was my biggest. Like I was, because I had been working there since I was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. And um, I was terrified to walk to my car. I was for a while. Yeah, but I will say, but it's it is different because like I don't know if you park on like the main road. No, I park behind the back. So we parked. I always parked behind, and I will say like. If I ever did feel too scared or if anything ever happened. Excuse you. If anything ever happened, like if any shootings happened that night or something, like there would be someone like a guy to walk me to my car Mm -hmm. or like even just having like the guys out in the back and they they could see me go to my car. Well, normally our pizza chef's in the back, so she'll like be out there watching us, but I know most of them now. Most of the homeless people No. Now. Okay. Qui- <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Quick little side story. Um, so, me and Jalen went out to eat one night. And it was um, this restaurant. And it's so... The patio is literally, like, open. Like, you can walk through the patio. Yeah. From, like, the main street. And, you know, like, there's, like, homeless people that walk, like, downtown. <laughs> and, um... <coughs> We seen somebody like way across the way, and she's like telling me about him. And then she tells me about this other homeless person, and then um, so she was like telling me these stories. He ends up coming up to us, and like I think he came from behind you, didn't he? Which one? The one that come up to the what table. It? Oh, Terry didn't come up to the table. That's um, like mind you, we're eating. Yeah, and he literally comes up into Jalen's face. And, like, puts his cup, like, in her face. And he doesn't talk. No, he, like, mumbles. He's like, yeah. I'm like, bro, I can't, I can't think of his name right now. No, but you and Jalen so calmly, she's just like, not right now, so-and-so. Get, <laughs> go on. Go on. I'm trying to eat. Go on. And I'm like, this is so normal to her. That's weird. It really is, because we have to deal with it. Like, I had to deal with it when I worked there. And then I have to deal with it at work, too, because they'll, like, come to the front of the restaurant and mess with our people waiting in line. Yeah. So I have to, like, he brought flowers. He tried to, like, that he had just pulled out of the ground (laughs) and tried to get them to these girls that were waiting outside. I said, go. (laughs) Like, you're not doing this right now. Get out of here. And I was like, girls, y'all come inside. Like, I'm someone's mom. But I'm, they're probably older than me. <laughs> but, like, I'm I'm scared to a certain extent. Yeah. Well, like, I wasn't as scared because, like, you just told me about it. Yeah. But then, like, I was scared because he was, like, in your face. And we're, like, at dinner. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, okay, like, that's enough. Like, go on. Like, you can, okay, okay, yeah. get out of her face. <laughs> I was, like, scared for you, and you were just, like, calmly, like, not right now, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. He's crazy. He's he's a scary person, yeah. but you can't, I, I don't feel right showing that I'm scared. Yeah. You know? I'm like that. Yeah. Because, like, and then when I walk home, like, You're not going to know you just scared the shit out right. of me. Right. I might be crying <laughs> and throwing up, but you're not going to know. <laughs> but, um, uh, when I'm... Like, walking to my car, it's in the back. And, like, that side of yeah, the neighborhood is ba- is worse than it is the main street. Which is weird, because isn't there a police station on that road? No, that's the... Well, I think it's the next road over and down farther. Yeah. But on that road, the homeless shelter is right there. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, and they always, like, try to... We have commissary behind there, like, where... Yeah. Where our ladies will cook some of, like, the broths and stuff. And they'll yeah. bring it to us. Um, last night. This, okay. Speaking of. Last night I was going to my car. And my phone had died. Was, had been dead all night. And so I was sitting in the parking lot. Normally I just leave immediately. But I was sitting in the parking lot. Waiting for my phone to charge. That's the most dangerous shit and you can do. It is. But, you know, I got a baseball bat in my car. Anyways. Um, this homeless man 
walks from the main street to the commissary and i can see commissary mm-hmm. and i know the girl's car that's there because mm-hmm. like we all work together we're friends right you know and i can tell she's in there and he's like there's like a window like your front door has that mm-hmm. window oh yeah there's one of those in the commissary door yeah and he's just standing there looking through the window yeah and he's like messing with his hair or whatever and then he moves to the side and stands beside the door and then he moves around the corner and stands around the corner from the door like right around the corner yeah and i'm watching this because i don't want anything to happen to her because she's a really sweet girl right and um and then he goes to go inside like to walk inside the commissary yeah and normally she keeps the door locked but Mm -hmm. i don't think she thought about it but he are you what <laughs> i could see him talking to her mm. like i was very nervous for her yeah because you don't know what he's gonna do no you don't ever know what any of these people are doing yeah do. and he looked crazy the way he was walking yeah. already so oh i don't know but she got him out of there she shut the door locked it he left and then she left like maybe ten minutes after that, but yeah. I was very scared. For yeah, something that happen. was like I I just remember like when I would go like out the back, like I would I I, I would never walk out blindly, and I would never so like I was a server, so mm-hmm. like obviously like we have cash at the end of the night, and I at first we used to not because we used to do we used to tip share, yeah, so we wouldn't even walk out with cash. But they didn't know that. Yeah. Who, you know, who would have known that other than the people working there? Um, But then we stopped doing tip share. So we do walk out with money every day. Yeah. Or not. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, And so, like, I would never just, like, I would already have, like, my shit situated before I walked out the door. Um, If I had a purse, it was wrapped around me. Or, like, I was holding that shit tightly. Yeah. I already had my keys ready to go. Uh, as soon as I walked out that back door, like, I'm scanning the perimeter, and I'm booking it to my car. And usually, like, I'd be able to park to where, like, I could see my, like, car from the back door. Yeah. And, t- like, you like you said, there's typically somebody out back. You know, whether it be kitchen people or, you know, management or, like, whatever. Like, yeah, there's always someone out There's always smoking. someone out back. <laughs> there's always. So... <laughs> you know, <laughs> never know what they're doing out there. Right, not my business. Not but, uh, my can business. You please stay out here. <laughs> Literally, like we like you out here, so we please we're gonna mind our own business. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I mean, that was I did feel safe in that aspect. It would only be like when like stuff would happen that I'd be like, I don't want to work here anymore. Yeah. I mean, now I'm not. I'm really bad about walking out, mm-hmm. not having my shit together. Yeah, but. Well, and you I know, know, I carry um, a Simply Modern cup for a reason. My, um, one of my friends that I worked with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she got her car broken into? No. What? Yeah, and she got, like, um. There? Yeah. yeah. It was, like, I, I don't know, I can't remember if it was, like, her back window they busted out or something. And they took... That what they took wasn't even like a val like it wasn't e- I mean obviously it was a value to her yeah but like to them it would have been worthless it was like she was a swimmer uh-huh. and so all of, it was like her swimming stuff they took like her swimming duffel bag but they thought pro- they probably thought something else was in it yeah they probably thought like they were gonna find something good in there was it recently no it was when she was in school yeah okay this was like. I was like, I was thinking about myself. This was, I was like, like back before she. This was probably her senior year. Okay. Her senior year or junior year. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking about myself when you said that. I was like, why she got it on her right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but they probably thought she had like other stuff in there. Yeah. Pro- I mean, probably. If they hadn't gone all the way through it. I don't know. But like, I don't understand why they wouldn't like unzip it and be like, nah, and toss it. Right. I like, know. I got my car. It wasn't broken into because I left the door unlocked on accident. Yeah, they stole my iPhone charger. Why How would you dumb need that? is but that? Anyways. 
anywho <laughs> back to the case we could go on and on about like the crap really that goes can. on we downtown about this for at least 20 minutes <laughs> yeah um okay so unlike um her mom unlike sarah's mom um mcintosh declined interview requests through his puerto rican attorney mm-hmm. um that attorney was helping him translate documents and complete funeral arrangements so, I know, like, in a lot of these cases, when we hear the spouses, like, getting attorneys, we're, like, red flag. Yeah. But, like, he got attorney for all the right reasons, and he did, literally everything he did was, like, green flag, green flag, green flag. Like So, we stand deafened. with him. We stand with him. Per. Like, poor baby just lost so much. Like, he lost the love of his life. That's so sad. Who he was about to marry. And his live? child. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine being him. I could not either. And so, you know, we see a lot of cases where, like, it's hard to differ. I'm like, mm, I don't think that's how you're supposed to act when your loved one yeah. dies. Um, no, he did everything right. And, I mean, there's never a right or wrong way to grieve. Um, but you just, in some but of these ba- cases, You it's, basically know, like, who's yeah. doing, like, how, what their part was it was in it yeah. or, you know? Yeah, or you would know that, like, say he did take all those interviews, and he was completely fine with it or whatever. It's kind of like, mm, did you use this as an opportunity to Beer, have five, 15 five, minutes yeah. of fame? Like, you know, like, there's, and again, there's always going to be, like, people like that, especially when it comes to our media nowadays. It's freaking ruthless. Yeah, for sure. You could literally, I mean, think about the freaking Super Bowl. You could take one second of something out of context and it blows up. We're not Don't even get, get me that. started. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, um, instead, he requested privacy and time um, while, like, he was going through his grieving process. Love. Yeah. So... In cases like this, obviously, we always want to know if there was any warning signs or criminal history, correct? Yes, yes, please. So, what do you think? I feel like, like with them. Like with um, Marquise, the guy who was convicted for her murder. I feel like he's done it before. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> now I'm scared. <laughs> okay. Well, there was. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a man shot in 1995, and it was ruled a homicide. Marquise was accused of that crime. However, he was found not guilty. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's more. Please tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. I love it. (laughs) Authorities say Marquise's mother once slit the throats of two children in 1992. They were siblings, and they were from the ages of two to four. Um, The ages differ. Like, one case said one was two and one was three, and then the other... um, the other reference said um, three to four, but okay. they were children. So we'll yeah. say two to four just to make, you know, cover. Okay. Um, which this was described as a random crime, but there was also a story about her attacking them because she was angry at the children's family because they had shunned her after learning she was apparently HIV positive. Damn. But these murders were done in a similar way to yeah. Sarah's. So, that's kind of a red flag. Um, far, far from tree. Right. So much so that um, they even reopened that case. So, like, they could investigate it closer. Yeah. And see if it was maybe, like, if it was Marquise and not his mother. Um, she ended up being convicted of molesting and killing the two children. Because apparently she molested them too. Um, but only charged... She was only charged with second degree murder because she was under the influence of drugs and alcohol. 
She was sentenced to 26 years. Mm. Let's just pause right there for a second. Only 26 years for, for the children? molestation and murder of two children under the ages of four. 26 years, that's it. She got out. Oh, she, she, she got out in seven years, babe. Whoa. How fudged what? up is that? That's insane. She only served seven years. I shit you not. And got out on good behavior. That you don't get good behavior with for the, doing that. With the exception of an ankle monitor. I don't give a shit about no damn ankle monitor. Right. She should be behind bars. Right. Twenty six years. For children. Twenty six years. And only served seven. She didn't even serve half the damn sentence. Bro, I can't. Was it him? Did he do it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she ended up violating her parole in 2005 for drug use. Per. I don't know. I don't don't know if she like went back. I didn't. I didn't see that. Well, I hope so. I know, me too. That's what I'm thinking. But, okay, so they say they like reopened it, right? Mm -hmm. But hear me out. Now, this is a stretch. This is my own theory. This is strictly hypothetical. It's okay. We love. There is no evidence behind this. So they say like maybe he could have done it, right? Mm-hmm. So I take that off the table because like she, from the story of like you know her being HIV positive, I'm thinking there was like motive behind that, right? Right. But like, also, how fucked up do you have to be to? molest and kill children you gotta be fucked in the head right so what about your own children so he was she probably and this is my theory there is no fact to this she could have like been torturing him (gasps) or like he could have been like learning from her oh my god yeah and then also genetics i didn't even think about that yeah and so maybe he like maybe he had been on the prowl and maybe he tried shooting and he didn't like it and so he but he got away with it so he was like let me lay low mm-hmm. and maybe he was like on the prowl and saw Sarah and she was lost and he felt that maybe she was an easy target and wanted to try what maybe his mother had taught him because at that point I believe she was out on parole well, no, because if she, if she fucked up in 2005, she may have been back in prison. Maybe. But then again, she could have been out. I don't really she, know. I mean, she only served seven years. Right, so she's probably out by 2009. <laughs> That's but so messed up. I but. Wonder, I wonder if she was doing the same thing to him without the killing part. Right. That's what I'm saying. Interesting. Yeah, so, or what if she was, like, training him? So what if. She like coached him to do to, to yeah, kill Sarah, them. and then also like I don't know much about Puerto Rico and like their crime rates and stuff. Um, do you know? I've heard it's not great. Um, I was planning on doing more research before we go. So, do they have like? Do you know if they have like high like finding bodies? No, I don't think it's that bad. Like, it's not like Mexico where no. you, like, if you go it's off the than beaten Mexico. path, yeah. like, you're going to die. It's better than Mexico, for okay. sure. Because I was wondering if, but, like, maybe he could have been linked to, like, maybe I could look into it more and see if there's any, like, people found with similar wounds oh, yeah. around the time period that he, you know, before Sarah. I, no, don't get me wrong. I don't know that much about Puerto Rico yet. Yeah. But to what I've heard, from what I've heard, it's not as bad as Mexico. Yeah. But it's still not good, you know? Yeah. Like, it's gotten better over the years, I've right. heard. But. What? I don't know. We're going in June, so I'm scared. <laughs> We're going, um. Remind me to not. This is why I don't run. This right here. Yeah. Another reason I don't run. <laughs> and um, I will not be leaving my resort when I go. <laughs> Y'all like so y'all are like staying, staying. Yeah, like we're we're flying in. 
Oh. And we're staying in a resort. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forget that Aruba was, is an actual place and not just the yeah. sand lot, the sand thing. At Literally. The <laughs> yeah, that's every time I hear it, that's all I think about. When um, Kevin, Kevin's going with you, right? I don't know. Or he had thought about it. I don't know. He had told me about it. And I was like, you're going to the lake? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like, we're taking a cruise ship to the lake. What are you too. talking about? All right, well, um, I had fun having you. I had fun being here. Oh, you can come back? Yes. All right. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a plan. Um, y'all know the drill. Go follow us on our social media at Killer Vacations Podcast. And don't forget to do the little plus thingy and, like, subscribe, you know, so you get notifications when we get, when a podcast comes out. Because, you know, duh, don't forget about us. <laughs> um, and, you know, you can leave a review. We like good reviews, but <laughs> I guess we'll take them <laughs> we can get. Um, and, you know, you can contact us at KillerVacationsPodcast at Yahoo.com. Maybe if you want to chat. I don't know. Um, so yeah, until next week.